Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, so obviously we've got the amazing uh, Leon with us in the studio. Um, currently not playing um, anymore. He just told us about his uh, his injuries, but we wanted to just kind of kick it a bit more in terms of retiring. <coughs> obviously, we know you've played, yeah. you left football and, and went across to, to boxing. Just maybe just kind of share a little bit about that. Because I guess when we we speak to like footballers or all retired footballers, they were used to that consistency in terms of like every day they had a routine and they find themselves a little bit lost in terms of they're not in a dress room anymore. They haven't got that stuff that they were doing day to day. Mm. Was you able to sort of sacrifice that in terms of or replicate that in terms of in the boxing arena or was it just it's you stumbled across it? No, I'm from a boxing family, quite a famous one. So my dad is a former British and European champion. Um, and my uncle Duke is a former three-time world champion. So boxing is kind of genetically in there. So it's in the blood, it's in the DNA. So I've, I've, I'm really a boxer turned footballer, but you'd only know that if you know me mm-hmm. as we go through it. So when I was about seven, I see my, my, my dad and I see um, uncle and they're training and I see their daily structure. Mm-hmm. I see their daily routine, like you said. And it was one of them where I want to be something, but I don't know if it's boxing. But anyway, football took off, and then I signed for Crystal Palace um, as a as a as a YT um, you know, scholar now, as they, as they say, and done a couple of years there, and then yeah, kind of left boxing there. I was sort of ticking over, but just left boxing to the side. Um, and Steve Koppel, manager at the time, was first team manager at the time, and he just kind of was like, you know, you kind of got to choose either boxing or or football. So I chose football, and you know. God willing, um, made my debut very young, 17, broke through, scored on my debut, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Family buzzing. And it was just like, wow, like what's going on? Because I only just left school. Mm. So that little transition was was amazing. Um, and then I'd obviously had another, you know, 13, 14 years um, playing. But I think the best thing for me was I played Premier League at 18 years old, but weren't ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> weren't ready I mean it was like I was always quite you know active and enthusiastic in the world plays of quite explosive and was very fast when I was around that age but you know when I came I can remember coming on one time against Arsenal Mm -hmm. and Adams and Kian were at the back And when I mean, I can see the fear listen, in your eyes right now. Like, I can hear some hey, stories where they say, "I listen. remember him and Les Ferdinand." He was talking about. It. He says like it was Bold and Adam at the time at the back, and he was like, "What they do? They just come through you." So like Adam went through him, and he's like, "That's your first or whatever." Mm. And he was like, and he's like ref and gets onto him, and he goes, "But I got Boldy," and then Boldy get, and you mm. know what I mean, and they just go through you, bruv. Like you're not even. It was nasty. like them days. I was just missing, you know, like a little boy lost. And the thing is, Tony was quite like he was. He was very um. It's just calm. But I remember backing into him and I just went boom. boom. <laughs> and I just like, my face just changed. Like, oh my gosh. Wow. This guy was, it was just like a, a brick wall. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is. 
And from then, he just done little things that kind of mess with me. And I, and I, and he, as you go on, and you kind of see what my man did he like, pin, did he pitch you under the? I done all that, uh, but what he do is because he knew I was a bit of a live wire, but he slowed me right down. So, so I'm sort of he's like obviously behind me, and I'm trying to like just be quite, you know, I was quite South London, you know, <laughs> try to thing now. But listen, my man would like tap me on the shoulder, move the other side, move around the other side. Yeah, that's my and trick. I'm, I'm just like. <laughs> Like he's just doing little things like just to throw me off. And uh, that that was just like a massive learning curve in terms of, of, of where I was at as a player. Then I had to drop down a few leagues. Um actually dropped into League Two, played for Peterborough, scored loads of goals uh, for Peterborough United, and then um, got a move to Norwich. And that's when I came back into the Premier League. Um when I was playing with like Dean Ashton, Darren Huckabee. And you know players like that, um, and then had the season in in the Premier League, and that's where I kind of found myself. Um, 2005 season to be quite um, yeah established in in terms of like yeah. you know, I've played every league now. Yeah. I've like you know I've done I've done what I wanted to do as a boy and and dreamed of being there. So the main thing for me was just to be able to score goals in the Premier League. Um, only got eight, but it was enough to kind of say right okay I held my own sort of thing mm. um, and then boxing came in at the end of football oh, so, who comes out and be a boxer what was it 34, 35 was I was 35, 35 yeah 35 and starts a boxing career boxing is a serious sport as well yeah I mean like I say I, no, as you, I know you say you had was mm. you ticking over when you played there? yeah always I've always ticked over so pre-seasons I'm, I'm, I'm boxing and I'm fighting <laughs> do you know what I mean so mm-hmm. I'm always ticking over so it was just there but with boxing, boxing, and I will say this, and it's before all the Tyson Fury kind of excitement and, you know, uh, understanding of, of the mental health side of it. But mm. I've done this way, way, way before. So I spoke about boxing coming into my life at a very critical time because um, after football, uh, you know, just a little bit lost, lost identity, didn't really know who I was. So, so without football, he's Leo McKenzie sort of mm. thing. I, I struggled with that and just didn't have that identity. Mm-hmm. So boxing just fell into it. And, and 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 you know what? It was it was an experience. I can't, I got to elite level in terms of, you know, I was that close from being English champion. Um, I won an international title, um, fought for a seven area title. And the two fights that I did lose was my last two title fights. And that was, I was 39 at the time. So, it's not easy going into professional boxing, but mm-hmm. to go in at 35 years old was a big deal in terms of Do you know what I wanted to ask, right? Because obviously you talk, talk about the mental health side mm. of it. You're doing work now, right, around that with some of the, the, yeah, always, yeah. the clubs, right? Mm. Do, you, do you think there's a need for, for helping young players when they're young, whether they make it or they don't, preparing them for failures because I feel, or even after sport, like, you know, if you make mm. it or you don't, mm. there's no, there's no care and what well, there isn't in the women's game and I'm assuming the same in the men's for that after or for preparing them for failures. Mm. And then that support network around that because you become a product of yeah. an agent. That's how I see it. Mm. So unless you've got good people around you, like, it's difficult, right? Yeah, there's loads of, there's loads of topics we, we could cover. Um, so I'm mentoring Crystal Palace under 18s, some of the 16s, um, just recently at the moment. So I've done a season. This is my second season there, and even even when you're going through those, you know, dilemmas and that you see their thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and they some are in the side, some are not. Mm. Some get injured, some mm. don't. Right, and you see all the. the I kind of wish I had someone like myself when I was their age, mm. just through the sheer volume of 
can, I just want to hear how you done it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? The experiences, yeah. the the way, you know, the way forward um, and what, what, what you done to kind of maybe what tools did you use? Um, I think it's, 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 it's massively important to, to talk, to help. I think as a, you know, like I say, we could speak so much about it. Um, you know, the fundamentals around it, the people that are involved, whether it's the PFA, the FA, mm -hmm. whoever it is, of course, there's so much more that can be done and so much more money that can be pumped into the areas of looking after mines. Um, we do a lot, obviously you do something around um, anti-bullying um, of recent, um, but cause you're talking about it mm. and there's experiences there, there's there's going to be um it's the same it's the same for for mental health and and there's over two hundred types of mental health conditions so yeah. so so I guess you talked about obviously some of the statutory bodies whether that's PFA FA etc yeah like who's your tribe like who's the people around you outside of those bodies that you felt that you can sort of call upon to tell you the truth or pull you aside and be like this is how it is and I, and I say that because I'm looking at where the women's games currently going mm. and let's not be for they're a product. That's what I'm so saying. there's going to be loads of agents, loads of people who can say, oh, we can do this, we can get this. Who are those people who you found that moved all that aside mm. and said, come and sit on the wall in South London. This is, we need to keep this. As in my, when I was going yeah, through. Yeah, like who's your tribe? Yeah, who's the people that you, oh, pull, that you um, pull on? Yeah, so my, my dad's my best friend um, because I guess when you're growing up with with athletes, mm -hmm. you'll see the way they live and the structure and, and the routine so I kind of observed that quite well in terms of, of my dad. Um, but I guess I, I've got a close circle of friends. Um, Michael Dubry's close, I'm close with. Oops. Yeah, um, Spoonie. There's a few, Raymond. I've got a few close friends where we, we, we're just like tight. Mm -hmm. um, who looked after who? Who, who was that. your rep who represent who was your representation? Well, agent wise, yeah. I've had a few agents. Were they were they in terms of like in terms of you? So they're not, not in not my the life product, now. Not, not, not the football <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's my point. Right. So is there enough? Do you think like good agents out there that are, that see <clears throat> players or boxers or whatever or athletes? Like, I'll keep it real with you. I'll keep it. So obviously, there's agents. There's there's good agents. And there's ones that really don't care. Mm -hmm. And like you say, it's all about the product. So whether it happens in, in the female mm -hmm. game or, or the men's, if it becomes like, uh, you know, the business in terms of that's, if that's the key player or he's the man at the moment and, you know, it, it would really work out well, what's, some agents would be like, what's best for me rather than what's best for this player. Mm -hmm. And that could be moving them abroad. That could be moving them to a club that makes no sense that could be oh but he'll get xyz a little bit more money so therefore it makes mm -hmm. sense for them to da, 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 da. i get all that but forgetting all the things that come with it yeah and i think it's important especially like where we're looking the current sort of female game they need to recognize that this is the reality and mm -hmm. it's not a them thing mm. like this is just how yeah, the, the, the that's the how the industry that, goes um, is that is We've come. The women's games come from nothing, right? Mm -hmm. So you've gone from paying subs and whatever else, and and it being really difficult. And all of a mm. sudden, there's big numbers in terms of financial numbers in front of you. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, is it greed? I don't know. But all of a sudden, if someone's saying that like, you can do this for this, mm. this amount of money, that's all you're seeing. You're just seeing right currently right now. They're just seeing pound signs. Mm -hmm. They're not seeing the long term benefits or, or not benefits from it. They're just seeing it's right in front yeah. of you. Someone's mm -hmm. putting a, a, a thingy. Uh, contract in front of you of X amount of money, yeah. all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I'm gonna, and you're just doing things. Mm -hmm. yeah. Whether you hear from them from one day to the next, at the minute, some players don't really care about that. 
because actually the bank balance is doing this. Mm-hmm. Whether somebody checks in on me and sees if I'm okay, it'll get a point where actually they need someone to check in on them and are they going to be there? And I think that's that's half of the problem when you are a product at the moment because the game's taken off the way it has. So when everything's nice, everything's great and you're doing well and you're flying as a player, as you know, and everyone wants to know you and, you know, agents, are, you know, your agents all over mm-hmm. you and you do, but everything can happen in a heartbeat mm. yeah whether that be through injury mm-hmm. life circumstances health family loss divorce mm-hmm. we've all got triggers so you might just get that trigger a time in in, in your career and you need the right support you need the, you can't have people just drop off or you have to move from one playing Premier League to a lower you can't mm. you got to have things drop off and right now there are psychologists in, in clubs they have it at Palace. Obviously, I'm a mentor now. So they are putting these, um, you know, professional people to to speak of the experiences that players will hopefully get support with. But again, I still feel like the clubs are still a little bit behind in terms of like, what do we need? What do we need a mentor for? Yeah. Or what do we need psychologists for? Like, it's still very much that. And yeah. that's the issue. And I think... Therefore, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's an issue, but also I'm thinking... Is there really a one club mentality? So the boys get that. Mm. Do the girls get that? Well, at Crystal Palace, they've got psychologists. Yeah. And they've got, um, you know, obviously the the welfare care um, people that, that will come in and, and do do some some great things. Mm. Um, so I know they've added that at Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's like. Mm. Um, it needs to be a blanket sometimes yeah. in terms of like the fact that like maybe some people are asking questions like, oh, do we have, these are things like I'm sure are non-negotiable. These are going to th- be things that help the player develop regardless totally. if they're the, the top player, totally. the highest earned or your your YTS. Actually, totally. for every player, they're going to benefit from this support being in place and then being able to access it. So for yeah. me, it needs to be a thing compulsory. where- Compulsory. Compulsory. Because it's the right thing to do. Not because you're a product, not because you're going to be sold on for this amount. Actually, from a human standpoint, that integrity piece, how do you make sure that we've got this this stuff in clubs? Mm. You know, let me ask something, Leon, because obviously mm. your dad, your best friend, and I've seen obviously when you did the boxing, I've seen how mm. you used to were. But how important was he when it comes to decision-making, like helping your decision-making when you were having, when you had your representation or agents, whatever you want to call them? So, like, but, did he play a big part? Or? No, so, so with that, which is quite interesting, actually. I spoke about this the other day, but my dad's old school. He's born in Jamaica, came over when he was eight, eight, nine years old. He has no education in football. He has no education in business. He has no education in money. Mm. So my dad never taught me how to look after money as such. Mm-hmm. He just taught me how to love me, and I was a champ. And, mm-hmm. and he, he, you know, he done the things and taught me how to cook and all these little things. So. He had his way of how he knew what he had to do. But in terms of like knowledge and education around, you know, how this all works and who's right for me and who's not, not a great deal because my, my dad in boxing is even worse. So he, did, he didn't get involved mm. and he just left. I see. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information, 
information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Come on, it's just like, yeah, you know, he kind of like, he probably didn't observe as well as he, he would nowadays. Mm-hmm. But, you know, back when he was, was, was fighting, it would be the same principle. And I've seen him with managers mm-hmm. and promoters that, of 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 shafted him left right and center so um and that's all over the scale mm. of boxing there's nothing uh in terms of boxing there's nothing for for fighters after which is another reason for just because you see you know when you see like parents and their kids are on the verge of whether signing mm. or not and how involved they get like yeah. and how it's like oh but can yeah. you get i mean they saw what was that documentary was it a palace? It was that palace actually? Yeah. And you have like parents taking their kids. Well, this boy can get this deal and blah blah blah. Yeah. So That's another and issue. And so they're trying to sell their child, yeah. who is their flipping blood, yeah. as a product to these agents. So like, how involved so, should and shouldn't parents get in terms of like? Well, this is another thing. Sometimes your parents are generally want your best interests at heart, 100%. and they, they they love you. And you know, if you're happy mm-hmm. with what this is, then I've got you. Mm-hmm. But then you got another side of a parent. And unfortunately, they will be very much, well, if this works for me in my life, mm. <laughs> you've got to go and yeah. do this, mate. Yeah. Right? So therefore, now it changes everything. Now you're like, you're looking to pay for houses for the, the mum. Mm-hmm. You're living to, that, oh, mm. you need a car? Okay, you need a car. Like, all these things, now it all becomes about mm. what mum's going to get or what dad's going to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And then, hold on a minute, who's most important right here now? So... A lot of it is 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 a lot. I, th- I think it's from I think from a women's perspective, women's football perspective, I think that educational piece in terms of like Definitely. the finances and stuff is really but you know really what, tricky. Uh, everything but is from the PFA is based around the men's game. No, so I, every kind of like when 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 we used to go there and you had people coming in and I, and I know it's changing and it's mm. going to take time to change because probably not enough research on whatever it, within the women's game yeah. for these organisations to come in. But they talk about gambling and they talk about X Y and, and addictions and whatever. Mm. But they haven't got examples of that in the women's game to, to share with us. Yeah. And, and they talk it heavily from the men's game. Yeah. So I'm saying these people that are coming in, they need to be better, either better educated or resourced before they come in and start talking the way that they do, do, so do with the women's game. In to, so in the women's game, just to break it down. So obviously like for myself, like I can go and speak wherever, right? So mm. like I know like sometimes there's a few women, uh, in uh, the, the girls at, at Palace now and, I know that some of them would be like, sometimes I'll speak to them and, and we're talking that, but they're going through lots of things as well. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Even like from a educational mm-hmm. point of like, what to do with money? Mm-hmm. How do you manage money? Like they don't act, a lot of them don't know. Nothing. Right? Yeah. Because there's no education around mm-hmm. it. So I'm like, well, why are we not 
implementing that then in that area. And this, but this is my whole point in terms of we talk about the the sport and where it is. If you look at the WSL and the mm. players that are getting into the elite level, they're middle class players. Mm. So whether the young player knows that or not, the family behind them has that educational business aspect. Right. When you're going further down in the leagues and maybe your championships where actually there's more inner city girls playing, they won't have that financial mm -hmm. literacy. They won't have that support. There wouldn't be their, those parents potentially coming, asking those questions to clubs. So this is where, again, the transition, you get promoted. Palace now gets promoted to the WSL. Mm. Money's coming in, deals coming in. They've yeah. scored a, a worldie. They're now on the face of magazines. Who is going to educate them? Because it's, it's overnight. Yeah, this, and I this, think this is my, but this in is some my cases, point. if it's overnight and not even big financial gains, so what I'm saying, yeah. some of the contracts are not even Liverpool contracts. Mm. You yeah. can't live outside of your home with some of the contracts that they're on, even mm. in WSL one. Exactly. So like, I'm thinking, I'm even thinking of like, so like Reading when I was there, the contracts that they're on aren't pay, you're not paid well enough even yeah. to pay for your own yeah, monthly yeah. food yeah. Like, yeah. at training ground yeah, yeah. because you're not getting enough income. Yeah. But as, as well, you say, without yeah. those financial advisors around you, or people that are advising you, because. You ain't got money to pay for your food, right? So you ain't got your, your £100 a month to pay. So when you come into training that you can pay your food, but you've got money to come in Balenciaga trainers and tracksuit and whatnot, mm -hmm. jumpers and whatever. So they're not even being advised correctly. Yeah. It's no. a fashion thing. It's like, I need to look a certain way. I need to be seen a certain way. So already they're spending all their income that they're getting on stupidness. Basically. Mm. And yeah. there's no one there to advise them. Mm. And mm. Uh, listen, everybody has their own choices to make and mm. you can do whatever you want with your money. I'm not saying that, but surely, especially in the women's game, where you're gonna have to go and work after. Fake it till you make it. Plus, so I, I mean, you, you, you do a lot of speaking and and you know that kind of charity work that you kind of do. So what what is the situation with someone like the PFA? She's on the FA board. No, I know that. What are you doing? What no, I think I think you remember stuff with like the PFA. You're only able to be a member if you play in a certain league. So that unless you're in the top league, you you can't be a PFA member. So you've got thousands throughout the pyramid, unlike That's the men. Yeah, women. For women. Yeah. So, so wait, unless you're paying unless basically permanent like top top level. Top I think I think the championships the championship including now, now. There's some sort of deal. But unless Is you're it? in them top say 20, 24. Like the rest of you. The so rest how many, of the how whole seven. Not, yeah. The rest of the pyramid, oh, nothing. So it's a lot of players. You've got so that's what I'm saying. Just say every club has twenty five players max. Only those players can access mm. this support. Mm. So when you're talking about how you want the game to develop, how you want the older generation to be part of what's going forward, you've got a, you've got decades of players who cannot access mm. the women's game, who have been the foundation of the game. So you talk about celebrating maybe the old lionesses and they're giving them caps and they get, they're giving all this stuff. They want more coaches, they want more referees, but they're not part of the system. Mm. So give mm. more jobs to former players to go in and do these things and provide experiences. No. It's, it sounds it sounds so easy and so black. It does. And listen, I've only just I only yeah. just come, become a mentor, and, mm -hmm. and obviously I've done all the mental health stuff. But I've only just got this role now because mm -hmm. of certain people. Like obviously, you know, Dougie Freeman brought me in. Mm -hmm. Steve Parrish understood the the rhythm of. Do you know what? Makes sense. South London, Leon. He's walked many paths. No, no, no. This is going to work. But unless someone's there to champion that. But unless you don't, if you don't have that support. Then you're missing. And this is where we are in the women's the, game. There's so many that, players that's, that's the issue. that are just missing. I guess last last question from me, mm. because we talked about the transition, yeah. the great work you've done coming into clubs now, in and out of the ring. <laughs> are you happy? It's a trick question for me. Okay. And the reason I say that, because... 
It's happy uh, happen- here right now. It's happy, happy, happy happiness. <laughs> I'm between, I'm between you two now, aren't it? Like it's it's a it's a big deal. Now I think happiness comes in 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 form. It's momental. It's moments, right? So I'm not happy all the time. Um, it's just more moments. I think probably the happiest is when I'm I'm with my my my, my children, um, and I'm doing the daddy thing. That's my happiest time. Um, and then outside that, I'm I'm kind of like I put I've always put quite a lot of pressure on myself. So. Everyone relies on me, you know, um, whether it's my children, you know, partner or everyone kind of relies on me to a certain extent. Even my dad now, mm-hmm. like it's mad. Like I'm, I'm feeling like my dad's getting old and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, and he's kind of got the first signs of, of dementia really. And it's like, I'm seeing him kind of deteriorate slowly. So he kind of needs me now. And, and, and so these little things are always like quite, sometimes it can be quite overwhelming. Like life can be quite overwhelming, but... It's still making. It's still trying to make the choice to 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 do the best you can in in every day. So all I try and do is rather that's through training, exercise, um, you know, do the best I can in each and every day, and try and inspire the best I can to try and help others and educate them mm-hmm. to what they they may face through their careers and and the topics that they may they may have to go through, um, but giving them a better understanding and, and tools to be able to deliver that. Um, but yeah, happiness is is is. It comes and goes. Let me just ask you, sorry, because mm. you know when you talk, because when you have those dark moments, mm. the fact that you know, like you say, your dad's probably a bit more reliant on you, your partner, your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that keep you then strong, stronger than you probably feel in yourself at times? I, I think sometimes. I always feel like when when I know somebody needs me more than I need myself or want yeah. to be myself, you know yeah. what I mean? You kind of I think sometimes yourself. we can neglect ourselves a little bit. Sometimes I can forget me because um, I'm trying to, do everything else for everyone else, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes I can just forget me a little bit and then you kind of get a little bit wrapped in 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 that way. And, and you know, sometimes I, I need a cuddle, man. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, yeah. like I need like, <laughs> you know, someone look after me sort of thing, like in that respect. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you doing, man? You're just laughing. No, you're just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, on the real. I think, I think, I think, you know, to, to really kind of like understand everything, once you understand yourself, um, the, the healing process takes time. Mm. Like I've had loss and, you know, gone through divorce and blah, 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 everything. But the healing process is, 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 is what it is to kind of make you develop in yourself and understand like what it is for yourself. And, you know, sometimes it can be quite lonely because, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, when it's quiet, it's quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm quite an active person. I like to to try and, as you can probably see, quite active and like to do this, to do that, and I never really sort of stop. Yeah. And when I do stop, I I, I can kind of struggle a little bit and think, mm, okay, I feel like I'm not really doing nothing. I'm I'm doing fine. Yeah. But sometimes you can feel like you're not really doing much when you're not doing nothing. But actually, you're alright because you've done so much. Mm. And sometimes you have to just be kind to yourself and understand your position and, and and make the experiences work for where you are now presently um, and let your thoughts be action. So how you think is the thoughts process is the mass, you know, the big thing in terms of how we think is, is what's going to be, you know, projected. And, and I try and really train my mind and, and get my thoughts into a place where, you know, I'm, I'm, 
doing the best I can. You, you sound like you're you're very resilient, and I think to be I honest, be. from south, no, not but, west, but south. Do you know what it is? They're ganging up on me. Oh, all right, you leave, south, leave, south, leave south. that way. All right, <laughs> no, but I think obviously people talk <laughs> about resilience and they ban that world around quite mm. often, but. Sometimes people think resilient means you need to just keep being hard, like keep, yeah. keep on, keep on, keep on. But actually resilience means when it, when it's needed, mm. you can come up and use your superpower or your armors to be able to overcome something and then come back down. Not Some people get the, the wrong mindset that they have to consistently be resilient. resilient. Actually, the best people that are resilient yeah. are able to solution find when the time needs them and then come back down to just their day-to-day stuff like, being susceptible to to love and care and affection the same way you want to give it all the time so yes yeah, so yeah. F- a fight it ability that's like i'm saying i always say these five words help save my life like fight it get help talk because i truly believe if you you fight what's going on and you know you talk which is the the, the big therapy and everything that was all right then do you see what i'm saying <laughs> yeah so you can talk in it yeah, yeah um that will that will result in in in, in feeling better and like i say mental health is, is 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 quite a big topic it's a massive topic for me because i've you know i've experienced it uh, a massive part of my life and i'm lucky listen i'm gonna say lucky I'm fortunate still enough to be here. That's the reality. So when you talk about resilience, when you've tried to attempt your life and you come out of that, like you can't get much lower than that. So it's one of them where like, I don't want to ever be back there again, but also who, what am I leaving behind? So I've got my children, I've got so many things to think about. So now there's a resilience that comes from that naturally. So when like I look back now and I think, oh my gosh, like I can't believe I was literally at the back end of the crowd, is that Charlton? And I'm like, and I'm feeling the need to check out. Mm-hmm. I don't realise where I'm at at that precise mm-hmm. moment in time, but the trauma that I leave behind is is what is the is what made me get up and fight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, suicide is a big is a big deal. You know what I mean? Like when you look at example quickly, um capacity of the O2, what's that? Mm-hmm. Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. So you fill out the O2. So if you times that by ten, two hundred thousand, right? So two hundred thousand people attempt their own life each year 200,000 people 125 people per week actually succeed and 18 people per day are gone because of suicide so for me my passion is to to try and install a different type of hope um education and 100% talk about experiences we get arrogant people in the world and be like Oh, talking about it again. Well, yeah, sometimes, you, you, you know, you have to mm. talk for the ones that are in true need. It's not for the ones that are, you know, oh, I've heard I've heard it before. No, no, no. Let's, let's think about the, the stats and let's think about people that are taking their lives. Uh, that's within sport, but also within society. Well, 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 guys. We, if we you could, haven't we been could, inspired by it, then... I don't know what you've been you know? doing. Like, we, yeah. we could be here all day. I just want to thank you, Leon, for... Um, taking the time and, and sharing your story. Um, it's been an uh, interesting pod. I think definitely one of our best ones yet. Oh, for thank sure, you. For sure. Um, thank you for joining us again. Any comments, please make sure you, you tag us, DM us, follow, subscribe, get in with the vibe. Nothing knows it all now. I know it all now. Um, and we look forward to seeing you again after next. After the international. Oh, you're not international here, are you? Earth is on the national duty, guys. Wish me luck. Can you Good wish luck. me luck? You need it. Wish you luck. luck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You need a bit more than luck. <laughs> guys, 
I'll see you back with a tan. Hopefully. Very, uh, very soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 